Here we are at episode 209 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Richard Muma, earlier this month, became the 15th president of Wichita State University. Born in Wichita, raised in Houston, bachelor's degree in physician assistant studies from the University of Texas at Galveston, a master's in public health from UT Houston, and a PhD in higher education administration from the University of Missouri at St. Louis. Muma has served in a variety of positions over 25 years at Wichita State University and other institutions. He joins me today to talk about assuming leadership at WSU, his goals, and his relationship with the Wichita business community. First, let me fill you in on the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan. Remember that? The plan for downtown East Bank development was put on hold during the pandemic. Where does it stand now? That's our cover story this week. That report begins on page 13. Also this week, another in our series on women who lead, this time in marketing and communications. That begins on page 16. This week's list, general contractors. You can find that list and some analysis beginning on page 6. Let me ask you, do you read our leads section each week? Lots of great information there you can use to grow your business. Bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 30. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, the interim tag is off. Rick Muma is the new president of Wichita State University. President Muma, congratulations, first of all. Welcome. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity to be here with you today. Well, bachelor's and master's degrees related to health professions, public health, then a PhD in higher education administration. Was leading a university your ultimate career goal? Well, that's an interesting question, and I, I get asked that a lot. I, I, I would have to say early on um, what my uh, early goal was to be a clinician, take care of patients. And one thing led to another. Um, we ended up uh, being a faculty member and a department chair and then the provost and now the interim president. And I just step through every door that's been open for me and use my expertise and, and help move whatever organization I've worked for forward. Um, and so I've never thought about, you know, a lot of people when they go to college, they think, oh, I want to be a president one day. I, I never thought about it in those terms. You were really uh, focusing on, as you say, helping patients. What, uh, what was your ultimate career goal if you had stay, stayed in that area? Well, I was very focused um, uh, when I went to a PA school back in the mid 80s on um, primary care, internal medicine, before those were even buzzwords in, in, um, uh, in the, you know, the common uh, discussion points around healthcare. I 
began my career at the very beginning of the HIV epidemic. I, I just got thrown into the middle of that uh, as a student. And um, I, I latched onto that uh, in, in the Galveston, Houston area where the, at the time the epidemic was really centered in big cities like that. Um, and uh, there was a need I was one of the first PAs in the country to actually gain that expertise and really help move the, uh, particularly the Galveston, uh, South Houston part of the state forward in, in terms of HIV care um, and working with a, a group of nationally known experts in that area. So that's where I started and, and um, that's where I continued to, to work um, until I I became a, a full-time uh, academic uh, uh, at Wichita State, actually. Being on the front lines of HIV at the very beginning, have you had a chance to connect with Dr. Sweet here in Wichita? Yes, I have. Um, uh, early when I came here, um, I had uh, some interaction with her on some uh, boards. So we, uh, Connect Care was the original board here in town, and then it morphed into what was called Positive Direction. So I started on that board with her. I just happened to host her in the skybox at the baseball game a couple of uh, nights ago, and we reconnected. Uh, I've had students who have done clinical rotations with her over the years, and actually uh, I collaborated with uh, one of my students and her on a research study around medication adherence. and we kind of recreated some studies that we had done uh, down in Galveston when I was there as a faculty member. So, yes, um, uh, I, and I reminded Donna Sweet about some of those early encounters. Um, she's a lot of water under the bridge since, since those days when I came here. But um, we had a, a good conversation about that just a few days ago. Such incredible work she's done over the years. It's yeah. just amazing. We'll talk a little bit more about why you wanted this job in particular, you've worn a lot of hats at Wichita State, having been there for a quarter of a century. Um, why did you want the top job? That seems like a long time when you call it, when you say quarter of a century. That I should have said 25 years. I, I hear you. Uh, you know, um, one of the things that, that has happened over the last two and a half years um, with all the transition at the university, you know, we had brought President Bardo's death, I was uh, interim president then. Uh, we uh, had another president come uh, uh, serve the university and left uh, unexpectedly. And that's created a lot of um, uncertainty around um, our faculty and staff and members of the community. And I've been very committed to this university for a long time. And as my role as provost and interim president, and I, I was charged with continuing that vision, continue to develop the vision and move forward. And I just felt like at this particular time where we are at Wichita State, I have the right skills, the background to help us um, make this next transition. So that's, that's why I threw my name in the hat. What was the selection process like for you? Well, uh, you know, search firm ran this, uh, the search and um, I, was reached out uh, to by that search firm and I reached out to them early on and then uh, applied for the position and in, in, in the early stages of the search there's a search committee that was formed and, and I had an interview with them and then I was advanced to the board and the board 
interviewed me just the day, two days before uh, the announcement was made. Um, so in some ways it felt like forever, um, but in other ways it was very short turnaround time and, and when I was interviewed and when we made the final selection. Did you feel like the board was looking for somebody who was familiar with the university from the inside of the university rather than bringing somebody in who really may not know Wichita State as well as you do? I think so, Bill. Uh, um, that's my, what my gut tells me. Um, uh, they, they really wanted to make sure that we continue to move forward in terms of the vision and mission that we have had established here and continue to move some of the projects forward, but also someone who had enough background at the university and understanding the community and what, what the community needs to, to build on that. And, um, and you know, I think that's, I, I brought that to the table and I, I believe that uh, that's, that's what they wanted, wanted for this particular uh, presidential selection. What are your goals as you take over as leader of the university? Well, three main things. Um, I want to make sure that uh, we provide access to everybody in this community, whatever form that, that comes in. And, and just have to put this in a broader context. Uh, WSU is an urban public research university. And what that means is that we provide educational access to everyone and we help our community solve problems through research, through creative activities and other service initiatives. Um, so everything around what an urban public research university is, is going to be what I'm going to focus on. And access is one of those major things. The second um, uh, focus is to make sure that we provide a talent pipeline that meets business needs. This is very key to who we are as an urban public research university. We're here to help the community solve problems. And we need to make sure that we're providing uh, a trained, educated workforce that meets the needs of this community. And the third thing is to focus on research and innovation and make sure that we provide um, value in terms of uh, new innovation, new opportunities for jobs, new opportunities for new businesses to grow out of our research and innovation um, and really help move our, our institution forward. So those are three, three main things that we'll be focusing on. What do you see as the biggest challenge at this point for WSU? You know, I'd say that the, the main thing is um, making sure that we have the right revenues to support the university. And, and one of the main things that I'll be focusing on is, is enrollment and particularly focusing on enrolling people from this community. There's no better way that we can lift up this community um, uh, other than you know, supporting the people that live here and, and providing them the education and the, and the talent development that will help us move forward. You know, as public support has contracted over the years, it's become more challenging for us to, to manage. Um, one of the things that will be a major focus of mine is to make sure that we raise as much need-based aid for students to be able to come to a university. Um, uh, that, that'll be a major uh, challenge, but also a major opportunity for us. And, and I think continuing to have that conversation with our community, with um, folks internally and others externally will be important for them to understand why that's so important for Wichita um, and, and, and why that will help help our economy and also help just the health of our, of our community, how important that is. As you talk about enrollment, of course, foreign students are an important part of WSU for many reasons. 
Are you concerned that many of them may not be able to return to campus because of pandemic restrictions and their ability to get visas? Well, international students, are you talking about international students? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, that is a challenge. It's one of the areas that we have been struggling with ever since policy in Washington changed about four years. We're seeing some of those policies reverse, um, but it's gonna take a while for that to take hold and to generate enrollments at the university. There's been a lot of, um, because of that policy, there's been a lot of, um, uh, I, I think, hesitancy among some students who come from uh, other countries and, and are concerned that are we gonna be consistent going forward? Uh, so that's gonna take a while to, to kind of rebuild that trust. Uh, we have a very talented international education office that has developed all kinds of innovative things, everything from a special tuition rate for international students, but also providing educational opportunities in an online format while they're waiting for um, visas, for example, or even um, short courses, badges to help get those students more familiar with what we offer here at the university as a way to, to think about how that might attract them to come to the university in full-time status. There has been a real strong relationship between the university and the local business community. I assume you want that to continue to, to grow. And it sounds like from your previous comments, obviously you do want that relationship to, uh, to get even bigger. Yeah, it's going to be really important for us to continue on that. And not only to help our current businesses, but be involved in the conversation at the outset when we're trying to uh, incentivize other businesses who are in other parts of the country to, to move here to Wichita and to talk about what we can provide them um, as an institution um, to help their success, you know, because they're, they're obviously concerned about talent as well. And we need to be able to demonstrate that we have um, the right kinds of degree programs and producing the talent out of those degree programs to, to, to help them. So we've already started a, a lot of that. Uh, actually, as under my time as interim president with the Greater Wichita Partnership, we have a good relationship with them and, and being centrally involved in those conversations. So that, that's going to be key uh, going forward. Any more changes for the innovation campus? Any more uh, announcements you can make as far as Anybody else coming to uh, the campus? Yeah, I don't have any announcements to make today, but I think a lot of people may not realize that we only have three parcels of land left over on the east side of campus. Um, and we're going to be really strategic uh, of how we select um, those final three or however many there are that, that come to campus. We want to make sure that they um, are fully and deeply committed to our vision and mission of applied learning and paid applied learning experiences, but also uh, making sure that they understand how they could invest in the, in the future generations of students by providing scholarships and other opportunities for internships and other kinds of applied learning experiences. So we want to make sure that we get that right. And we're also working with our faculty, uh, creating um, uh, discovering new um, kinds of things and creating new opportunities uh, for research or digital transformation initiative is one of those that really has the opportunity to um, really help our economy and, and help diversify our economy, but also help create new knowledge um, and new opportunities and, and new businesses that, that, that will help spur economic growth in, in the city of Wichita. We're talking in May, but of course, 
fall semester is going to begin uh, before we know it. Will campus be wide open to start the year? Any restrictions? Well, uh, you know that the CDC guidelines have changed and Cedric County has listed a lot of their um, uh, guidelines, mandates. Uh, vaccines are taking hold in our community. Uh, we are, for, now, for the last four or five weeks, have had uh, no positive cases on campus. You know, a, a large proportion of our employees vaccinated. The, the last time I checked in Cedric County, I believe the um, positivity rate was going down and it's going down nationwide too, particularly as we get above this 50% threshold of, of, of vaccine administration. Um, and so we are expecting uh, Bill to, to have a fairly normal uh, fall semester going forward. If, if nothing happens, if there's no variants that will cause anything, we're always gonna keep that in mind. If we need to pivot, we were prepared to do that. Um, but, you know, this is what we've been waiting for. You know, we, we made that pivot to remote and working at home this past year, and everybody was concerned about that and stepping away from the university. We're concerned that, you know, how long is this going to last? Well, now we have this, these incredible vaccines that are almost 100% efficacious. This is what we wanted. So now we need to make that pivot back to um, what we are as an institution. We were built as a community. We need to come back as a community and provide that educational experience for our students. Are there permanent changes you see coming out of the pandemic that will probably stay with higher education for a while? Uh, well, I think Zoom meetings like we're right. in right now is certainly helpful. Um, you know, you can click on one meeting, you don't have to walk anywhere. So that that's helpful. I think there'll be some technology in the classroom that faculty who uh, learned to master that over the last year will continue, continue to engage in. Um, we're not seeing a big uh, switch to at least our fall enrollments at this point to online or totally online. It's about the same place where we were last year. Uh, but I think people will be using different kind of modal modalities in the classroom, um, like Zoom and other technologies that they have uh, developed on their own um, this past year. We have an incredible uh, instructional design staff and our media resources center that's really helped with that. And so I think some of those things will be uh, maintained and, and even more developed as time goes on. Part of your previous work was to develop some undergraduate degrees, master's degrees, health professions. Are there any specific areas of study or parts of the university you feel need attention at this point? Well, I mentioned digital transformation. We, have, we actually made a lot of progress in that over the last couple of years. That, that will be further defined. Um, materials engineering is another area that we will be having the Board of Regents review a degree in the coming months. Um, we would like, I would like to see, and I don't want to speak for my faculty colleagues because they, they're involved in this. I'd like to see um, a biology PhD program. That, I think that would really help move the needle in terms of research. We have a, bio, um, a PhD program now that would complement that. Um, but these are things that we would have to uh, uh, work out over time and find funding for. Chemical engineering is another area that we have uh, explored and are continuing to explore uh, going forward. And that kind of matches the materials engineering side of things. So that that's another area. Uh, and one final thing um, that, that I, I believe that um, 
of the faculty are interested in is an interdisciplinary PhD option, which allows us to create uh, graduate PhD programs in multiple areas that are cover or cross over into multiple disciplines. You know, I mentioned earlier that we're an urban public research university. In order for us to be a premier urban public research university, which I think that we have the ability uh, to be, we, we, we will have to um, produce more um, graduate level PhD um, students, which translates into more research and more research productivity at the institution. What else do you want to do in your career? Uh, maybe lead another institution or would you like to retire after a long, long tenure at WSU? Well, this is what I'll tell you. I, I'm interested in serving this institution as long as I'm useful. I, I'd be happy to be here until I retire. Um, I'm hoping that, that things go well enough for people to agree with that. Uh, I am very committed to the institution and what, what's best to, with it, uh, for the institution. Um, so not thinking about um, going on to another presidency, having just started this one three weeks ago. Right. Kind of got that one on you. Sorry about that. Might not have been a fair question, but just wanted to know what you thought about the future. Well, uh, congratulations on your new appointment as leader of Wichita State University. We look forward to more great progress in the partnership between WSU and local business. Rick Muma, thank you for joining us, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Bill. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 209. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, as always, Equity Bank. You know, creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.